1: wake up with Michelle Michet. be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help personal growth metaphysics and spirituality the soul path of awakening understand what living awake is oh yeah hey everyone good to connect with all of you if you're new welcome here I hope you have a great time um i'm getting well i'm getting two things it's a little late because i had to, i got hungry all of a sudden and so I made myself a oat milk almond what do I have in here siggy's plant based or sigmund's plant based protein powder banana a wee bit of cacao oops, and there goes my There goes my uh, little alarm, which it's a little, it's a little off. It's a little off today, gang. I'm a little off today. I don't know if I'd say I'm off, but I'm in in—I'm in tune. I think I'm more psychic today, so those of you that are calling in for readings, that's a good thing. Uh, just because I've been doing readings, listening to readings, connecting with the guides. I've got some new downloads for the Patreon peeps, the... Um, Soul Awakening, the self-study program, self-soul study, soul, self-development, integrating spirit, their spiritual essence and soul. Um, I have some new info. A lot of changes this year. I know it's underground. It's kind of subtle, but we're in a very transitional year. Um, it's a lot, lot of chaos. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, a little bit here, but I did some videos for and tutorials for Patreon. So those of you that are li- Patreon peeps that are listening, expect that. A um, whole new way of living that's coming in, which we've been talking about, which I do want to dive into, because uh, I had a, a, a really good comment, question from a... Um, Soul Insights and Tarot subscriber, and I said, "Let's." I will bring this up. I've talked about it on, on uh, the podcast, uh, this podcast, but I'm going to bring it up again because they brought up a really good point. Anyway, before I get to that, welcome again. Um, if you want to call in, if you have a question, a comment, you want a reading, that number is 347-539-5122, 347 Five three nine five one two two press one on the keypad. Um, also, thank you those of you that took the time. It really means a lot to go to um, Awakenings with Michelle mache on uh, Apple podcasts. Um, I see a lot of people left five stars. I really appreciate that, and um, some of you even did some wonderful appreciation comments, and that means a lot because it takes a lot to. Um, Though I love doing this, you know, podcast, um, it do, it is does take a lot, and it's just and anyway, the appreciation's great. So I really want to thank you. I also want to thank new subscribers to Soul Awakenings, um, the podcast on YouTube, Awakenings with Michelle Mache, and uh, new peeps on Soul Awakening Patreon, and also subscribers on Soul Insights and Tarot. Um, on YouTube thank you so much and some of you are letting me know you heard you know about the YouTube channels from Awakenings. this podcast Um, yeah so I just want to welcome you because a lot of people are connecting and you're connecting with each other I saw such positive energy and feedback on the last couple of videos that I did on YouTube pick a card videos and people supporting each other high-fiving, you know, giving props, you know, encouraging um, each other. So, I mean, it was really, really touching to see. I really, some of the comments, too, that people have been leaving are just, like I told one person, uh, I, I wrote back, very inspiring but also encouraging. It was very appreciative but also encouraging. Because I'm learning too. I'm always learning. You know, I'm I'm getting hopefully in some areas better and better. <laughs> some areas maybe not so much. I don't know. But anyway, I'm I'm learning too. As, um, and there's something about doing readings. I've always loved. Some of you have heard me say this on this podcast. I've always loved. I guess cold readings, live readings, on the cuff readings, um whether i was doing it on tv shows back in the day, you know, in person performance, you know, kind of performances or whatever, stage thing <clears throat> or call in here or like when i do the pick a card, you know, i just tune in and just put it out there. And it really just underscores the interconnectedness of all of us. It really underscores how we all are interconnected and that and i always i say this constantly and i'm, I'm i'll never stop repeating it. Because a lot of people comment on how you know accurate I am, or you don't even know me, or it's just a pick. Of, how is this so accurate? And I'm like, because you're putting out the signal, the broadcast. You're broadcasting your question, and this is the echo of the universe. Whether it's through other people, signs, symbols, dreams, serendipity, or synchronicities, it's us. And and the clearer we are on our not only the clearer we are on our signal. But also the more we are aligned, soul-aligned or aligned to our true path, we have the better chance of getting a clearer message. Um, so that um, – oh, Tasha, thank you. Love the who you are, really – who are you really pick a card. So true. Thanks, Tasha. That was a – a subscriber had suggested that. Actually, they gave me about five – One person gave me five suggestions of readings to do. Another person gave me one, and they had given me a couple uh, uh, last year. And so I'm going to be integrating. I take, because, you know, I don't really know. We're not, I mean, we're on the same path, but not exactly in the same place needing the same needs in one. So it does help when people... um, Oh, Tasha, after so many years, you tune into me. Yeah, I love it. One reading, I don't know which one it was. I I heard the name Tom, and then it turns out a a person that I work with privately, I didn't even know this, um, a a, a client that I work with on a regular basis helping them um, through my psychic ability and channeling and remote reviewing, they just hired somebody in their in their for their team uh and i didn't know that and i had no way of knowing that so that name came in as i guess a person that they're going to be working with or whatever but it, i just want to say it's not all me yes i am a you know very i would say good psychic excellent you know accurate um as much as humanly possible or human star seed possible but it's really the people that are putting it's your intention it's your signaling the clear signal you have and the more alignment you are, the more you will get your messages or clearer messages. And you'll know what reader to go to or what to take note of or whether to take the whole reading or just a couple sentences or two. It it really does have a lot to do with you. <clears throat> and on that note, I wanted to mention something that came up the other day for me in a reading, and it was really interesting. Um. You know, if there are some things that are not destiny issues, there are some things that are destiny. They're fate. They're meant to happen. And I, and when I'm doing private readings, I call these destiny issues. And destiny issues, it's like a domino effect. I have clients saying, "Oh, you predicted this five, six years ago. Now it's happening." There, well, there really is no time in the land of spirit or soul. But destiny issues. When I see a destiny issue, that's it's happening. No matter it's it's no matter what. And then there are issues where we have free will within our soul design, our soul matrix or our soul map. You know, we, we we can forestall something, we can delay it, or sometimes we can make it not happen at all. Or we miss the boat, you know, we miss the opportunity. But if it's part of our soul design, it'll keep coming back, even if it dilutes. In other words, I always use this one, like the person that didn't. Let's say they really wanted to be, let's say, really wanted to be a a dancer or a ballerina, or they really wanted to be a, I don't know, something in sports. Let's say, and they went a different route, and they always wanted to do that. Well, then later on, maybe they teach it or they coach it, or then they or they end up doing it for charity, or they do it on the side, or they have a YouTube channel. You know what I mean? So it comes back around, and depending how aligned it is to your soul if it's really in alignment you can take the new technologies or whatever whatever's going on and you know make it happen you can create it and and this is what we call metaphysically the law of return things come around anyway i was reading for this person and they're like well and i had no idea what was going on in their life in the situation and i gave every detail what's going on what's and they're like, yes, that's true, this is happening, that's going on, and da 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 da, da. And then I'm like, okay, but I said this person you're tr- that they're talking about is trying to please you, trying to please their employer and themselves. They haven't made up their mind. And they're like, well, I still feel like I, I thought you were going to give me a yes or no answer. Are they going to take the job or not? And I'm like, no, because it's not a destiny issue. You're- this person got themselves in a, p- pick- a certain situation by choices they made. That's not a destiny issue always. We can be off track. We can not ask for what we really need or want or deserve because of our wounding, because of our patterning, because of our condition response patterns, because we don't believe enough in ourselves. So it is not Spirit's fault. It's not God's fault. It's not the higher self's fault. If we get ourselves in a pickle, and believe me, I've done it myself in different ways, it's not... (laughs) Because believe me, the higher self of you is trying to get you to do the best thing, the most life-enhancing. So if we underball ourselves in a job, that's not spirit's fault. That's not God's fault. That's not your your higher self will work to get you out of it. But if you're in that situation and you and now you can't get out, or it's difficult to get out, to find then a, a, a job that's that's of the same level or or better or better paying because now you're older and getting in the market is different and now believe me i work with people all types of people and people with a lot of means and money people that start companies that are in fortune 500 companies 100 companies fortune 50 people that work with organizations or companies that are 150 years old right three generation four generation a lot of these companies, this is why this is the time of the entrepreneur, a lot of these companies are either letting people go and bringing them back on as a consultant, or they're hiring people that will do multiple positions for the same price, for the same fee or salary. So it's like the game is changing, you know. This is why I, I started Patreon, doing to give people a heads up, like this is what's coming up, this is the best way to work. So... If something is not a destiny issue, like if somebody is still making up their mind about something, a good psychic will be will say, look, it's leading this way, but they have free will choice in this. They can all of a sudden decide not to do something or go in left field, go in a different direction. Especially if they're people-pleasing, especially if they're trying to please multiple people, and then and then including themselves now they may have an epiphany moment I can sometimes see that like okay they may have an emo- moment where the higher self gets through and says look you need to do what's really right for you you know or sometimes people blow up their current job or whatever they're doing because they g- have a dream or a vision and they and there's no foundation or steps and then they're like oh they're blaming spirit they're blaming their higher self they're blaming God and I'm like look Higher self always leaves steps. They might be thin steps, but your higher self does not tell you to sell everything on a whim and just backpack around the world. I've seen people do it over the years. I've been in this, you know, world a long time. And then they're sleeping on people's couches. Oh, I don't know. I've listened to spirit. i listened to my higher self. Now I don't have a job. I don't have any money. You know, and I'm stuck over here, you know, and it's like it's no – there's no blame we've all done certain things like that before but it just means that's not spirit telling you to do that that's not god that's your interpretation towards your ego and and throwing a little wounding throwing a little you know self-esteem you know, throwing throw whatever throwing a personality disorder throwing whatever and we all can come up with some wild things so, this is why learning about your soul and understanding how your soul works like I have made decisions in my life that people from the outside go, oh my God, Michelle is such a risk taker and I do I take risks calculated risks, but I always have a backup like when i the few times that I stopped my career did something else i had a lot of savings, I had things set up i had you know i had back I had backup and I mean, sometimes your backup is somebody's sofa, and that's okay if that's the journey. But I'm just trying to say, if something isn't working out, don't blame the psychic. Don't blame spirit. Don't blame your higher self. Don't, don't blame God. Look at yourself and go, hmm, let me roll back, you know, the the video here for a little bit. <laughs> let me put it on replay. <laughs> what was I thinking? What? Because sometimes we want to rush things through. And I've done it. I I'm telling you, I have done it in my past. Because sometimes you might see where you're going, but there may be steps. And the ego does not like steps. Ego wants to do immediate gratification. And this is why on the spiritual path or just even on a life path, being able to delay gratification, being able to Saturn, learn that's why Saturn works with the earth plane, understanding those Saturn lessons, learning lessons. Because Saturn is all about the building. That's the devil. That's the Capricorn. When we understand the process of the Earth, yes, there are exponential leaps. There always are. But not until there's a foundation. You know, from the outside, it looks great. You know, it's interesting because I, many of you know, I was, you know, in the acting field and modeling. And I knew a lot of people that, you know, so quote unquote blew up. But because I knew them behind the scenes, I knew they had worked on something 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And then here they are, you know, in the magazines, in the tabloids, online, you know, oh, overnight success, and oh, they just blew oh, they did a couple movies, and they did a couple, you know, no, well, they might have done a soap, or they were working multiple jobs to make it happen, and so... I think it's Malcolm Gladwell that that talks about that 10,000 hours and I I really do see that. It's just, yes, you can hit a lucky or hit a break but at some point, even if you hit a big break and you blow up or you have a major glow up, you're still going to hit a point where you have to consolidate, where Saturn will come in. And so, you know, you're either going to get that lesson in the beginning, the middle or kind of, you know, kind of the end of, whatever it is you're doing, the completion. Nobody escapes if we're looking at this astrologically, Saturn. All right, before I get to callers, again, number 3475395122, press 1 on the keypad. I want to just go over something about the Aquarian age. Um, The sign of Aquarius, right? Cole ruled we've been talking about him, Saturn and Uranus, which is very telling. And so this person had written, you know, a comment about so many astrologers are talking about how great this era is going to be, Aquarius. You know, people coming together, these inventions and, you know, communities, and they don't see it. And it was quite a long, you know, comment, and I said, you're right. Because no one's talking about all, everything on the earth plane, everything. People, personalities, traits have a lower, mid, and higher octave. And metaphysically, when I, like when I do astrology readings, we look at the soul. The soul-centered astrology is what I'm trained in. I'm focused on the soul level. So you have the egoic or wounding aspect of us. You have people that respond even just only from a healthy ego. They're not in touch with their soul, maybe not even their higher self. They, they just have healthy egos. And then that you have those that are connected very much to their soul. You have soul, those that are in the process of soul alignment, where they're aligning more to their soul, where their ego personality is getting less and less, and they're connecting more as a soul. And... Metaphysically, we look at it also as that dweller on the threshold the the before get the initiation, then the initiated one, and then the adept, which is self mastery, which many people don't get to that self mastery level some do some don't a lot of people don't, and so the aquarian age is as amazing as it is in Aquarius, it has a strong i mean positive and negative or non-life-enhancing and life-enhancing um, shadow. Which Aquarius being a fixed sign, Aquarius also has to do with power struggles. Aquarius as a fixed sign can be very stubborn, can be very culty. So you are going to see this us and them uh, us, you know, me against you, all this stuff with identity, focus on the outer identity, because the lower level of Aquarius wants joiners, wants followers, right? It's also, it, just like we had the Messiah complex in the, in the stars, in the um, Piscean Age, we have a bit of that in the Aquarian Age where we have cults, we have cult leaders, we have smaller groups. So you're going to see a lot of factions you're going to see a lot of communities you're going to see a lot of people splitting up and creating their own small groups now the key in the Aquarian age is to understand to lead is to follow and that true leadership is not totalitarian right or is not culty that I'm setting up all these rules and reasons why yeah there's bylines obviously in a group or you know a community or something, but the understanding that it's a shared experience. But gang, we're not there yet. Even people saying, "Oh, what about the president that we get?" Those of you that are in the United States, we're not there. We're waiting for the savior. It's not going to happen. That's going to be the biggie, biggie. Some people call it the antichrist, antichristo, against the light because we give our light away, we give our intelligence, our intuition, we give our light, we give our power away when we're waiting, not for help, waiting for help and assistance is great, but to be saved. So putting stock into any one individual at this time is not a good idea, especially in a government or or leadership type capability. And that's gonna be a big part of of the next wave of awakening. Just called the root, we're in it, right? The root awakening is we're going to get the wrong, and, and it's not just the United States. It's going to be, it's all other countries too. Canada's already having their share of it with whatever is going on with their, you know, prime minister. Because we're still very much about the glitz and the glam, how it looks. Oh, they got the best-selling book. They've got this many followers or subscribers. Oh, they're from my race, so they must be great. Oh, we have to, we have to, Elect or hire someone from my race, or that's LGBTQIA, or whatever AI, or you know, we have to we, my kind. That's that gets us into trouble because we're not connecting in emotionally, our emotional intelligence, our intuitive intelligence. We're just going by the surface, and that is very much an Aquarian, unfortunately, non-life enhancing trait. It's the lower vibration of Aquarius that it just chooses by identity what looks like it's going to fit together instead of connecting in to the values, you know. The higher level Aquarius definitely does tune into um, the values of the individual and do, do those values uh, fit in. Now, it also will bring in this whole idea of accountability, um, you know, being accountable and responsible. But what we will see and to some degree experience is this idea of power over, power struggles, because it's moving us into the position, which I do feel it's going to more happen um, when uh, Saturn goes into um, Aries Neptune Aries, Saturn Aries. I think it's going to start really mid this year and into next year. We're just preparing for it. This is what I'm trying to help my Patreon people do: is prepare really this year with whatever it is that you're focused on, your own inner work, what's going on, and actualizing, moving into self-realization, and then what you realize, actualizing your gifts. Because this is transitional. Next year is a lot of change. Um, the next two, I would say, between. Now, next year in 2027, I would say, uh, which we're in eighth cycle now, numerically next year a nine, and the following year a ten or a one. So it's not really re- – it's relying on each other in a synergistic way, uh, symbiotic way, but not in a codependent way that this one person is going to put everything in order. We're just not there in consciousness, and it's not meant to be that. I mean, the next steps will be some kind of re- – world government, world order, like a like a um, boardroom, like a board, like a UN, a governing board um, that answers to different, you know, like heads of state um, and cities and, and within that certain community. So there are, I'm not going to get into all the changes, I'm not going to do, but I did want to address this because this person and a couple other people, like you're going to see a rise in big pharma. But you're also going to see a rise in holistic health, um, you know, medication, supplements, plant-based medicine, plant-based food. Um, but also, what is whole? But what also is synthetic? What what else? What else is? Um, those will kind of rise up at the same time. A lot of new medical treatments, new ways of getting around, especially when. Uh, Jupiter goes into Gemini, ideas will be king or queen, ideas, ways of communicating and connecting. Finding ways to authentically connect to really assist people is going to be really important. Really not worrying so much about meeting masses of people, but individual, um, smaller groups. It brings in a lot of smaller groups. But again, with those smaller groups, it can also bring in cults and the cult leader, and, again, the us, you know, the us and them. So, yeah, you. it's like not – it's like the higher level is very service-oriented, but the lower level is very personal, is very superficial. The lower Aquarian energy is very egocentric. It's very indiscriminate. It has just friends for friends' sake, really doesn't focus on values. It just wants to be – you know, part of the posse, or have a posse, or have a group, and be looked up to and adulated. Then we get into the inventive part. You know, we get into as we as we move kind of up the up the uh, what they call the the cross. You know, where the choice point, where you learn to be more inventive and work on what you have. Aquarius can be very disruptive, which can be really great, but if too much disruption. Is not healthy because there's a lot of problems. Too much disruption without a foundation is anarchy. So that's one thing that you're going to see: disruption for disruption's sake. You know, anarchy. Um, the higher level of Aquarius births new archetypes and, and connects into the um, transpersonal aspect of us. So the very low level is overly personal, the middle middle octave is impersonal, can literally cut off, but it can also connect into humanitarian, you know, needs and wants, but from a very impersonal or detached way. Um, when you get into the higher level of Aquarius, the transpersonal moves into a level of empathy for everything and everyone. So there's not this level of coldness or aloofness, okay? Like I got to get on with my life. I got to do what's right for me. And the lower level of Aquarius doesn't work through issues or problems, just cuts off, just cuts off and goes their own way. And so that's what you're going to see. A lot of groups, you're going to see cities doing that. You're going to see states doing that um, rather than how do we get along. But that's part of the process. But again, I love that this person brought this up because it it's you know it it shows that this person is looking more objectively instead of just listening to rhetoric or kind of kumbaya moment. It's like whether I don't care if it's a person an ideology or group, we have to look at all sides and Again, the Aquarian age is not going to save us. That's another you know, kind of soundbite, too, that, oh, it's finally here. It's going to bring us much more in touch with ourselves, and how do we fit into not just individual groups and group consciousness? Can we come together with other people and collaborate? Can our voice be heard and blended with others? And I don't mean just voice verbally, but how we live and what's important to us. Can we have a shared ideal or vision and work together for a common cause now you can see how the lower vibration of that could be something very destructive or scary so it's going to be all of it folks it's not going to be one or the other it's going to be all of it and again it's nobody's fault it's not going to be the people or the Aquarian. it's just that some people people are at different levels of consciousness and awareness and right now on the earth plane we're very focused on the outer you know the which is the body is beautiful but the body isn't always the outer body we're not even so focused on the inner body it's not people even eat like oh this you have to be vegan you have to be vegetarian they don't even ask their body it's what's cool it's what's hip it's what means i'm spiritual or what means i'm athletic what makes me lose weight i mean that's not informed decisions. All those things can be good. Oh, you want to lose weight or you want to beef up? I get it. That's great. But what's your body saying? What's your body want? And the problem with Aquarian energy can pop into the mind and rationalize, because it's fixed, of, well, I am eating healthier. This is what's right for me. So there's, you know, there's a flip side here. There's a not so not life-enhancing by being very mentally polarizing, this is why I feel the body is so important and this is why the spiritual hierarchy and the oversouls keep saying you have to embody the new emerging consciousness. We have to bring the body into it willingly and consciously because otherwise we're, people are going to be zoning out, putting chips and dips in their head and b- things in their body to make things happen. We're already seeing that with... And I get it. I think, look, our our body is a canvas. If you want to put a nip-tuck and you want to put a you know, enhance. But to be honest, some of these like plastic surgeries, or fillers, things that are people doing, it's it's not enhancing anymore. It's disfiguring. What does that what's that mean? They're out of touch with their body. They're not asking their body and they're not objectively able to look in the mirror and go okay, I'm good. Right? Look in the mirror. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm good. <laughs> for my age for my states for how much time energy whatever it is and i don't care what age doesn't have to be just people that are chronologically older these things are being done on now people in their early 20s early to mid early 25 26 believe it or not people are not only getting fillers and you know botox and all that stuff but they're getting plastic surgery a lot of plastic surgery they're getting redone and reshaped now does somebody need a little again i'm not being judgy do something do a little bit i get it enhance yourself it's not about that you know dye your hair do whatever but are you disfiguring it's just showing me that there's a disconnect there's not a true conversation with the body vehicle the vessel of the soul the instrument the vessel for spirit the instrument of the soul and unfortunately in aquarius that can be heightened because it's very mentally polarizing you know that 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 Aquarius Leo as, access is can be very challenging with if you have unevolved Leo energy, less conscious, less awake, aware. I mean, it, it, and you got the Aquarius. That that is just a mixture. That's a time bomb for you know narcissi- narcissism on roids. <laughs> you know, psychopathic tendencies. So yeah, it's like. Be, so be mindful and see the whole picture. And I, I told this person when I left in the comment, I said, listen, I'm going to touch on this a little bit in the podcast because you're right. And it's It's good for all of us to remember the Aquarian age is not saving us. The, the, you know, there's a lot that comes there. But, of course, also what you experience will be where you're at on a soul level and what your soul came to do. And this has nothing to do with, oh, if you're involved or a good person, you're not going to have war, you know. Our soul picks these things, and we, when we're on the earth plane, we're like, oh, I don't want to have that lifetime. I don't want to live out that. But remember, everything on the planet is needed and necessary until it's not, until it's no longer vibrationally resonating. And when there's not enough vibrational resonance and frequency, things get extinct. They no longer exist. Whether it's a belief, a judgment, a behavior, an idea. Or a species they're gone so if it's here there's a there's a reason there's a vib- there's enough vibrational resonance and coherence and all that goes into that that's holding that in place and this is why i always go back as we work on ourselves do our own inner work we gather with groups you know in a, in a mindful hopefully healthy you know expansive way of honoring not just the group awareness or group process, but the individual, we do change. We do make change. And I see it all the time. I work with some of my clients. I work with their children, and I see the difference. You know, when children are saying, I want to work with Michelle, I want to do what you do, Mom. I want to do what you do, Dad. I want to have a session. I want to learn about meditation, you know, or they read my book or have my CDs, or I want to do hypnotherapy with, I have a problem at school, you know, Bullying or this and that's going on, or whatever they're going through. It shows that con- the more conscious parenting, and I'm not talking about perfect parenting because there's no perfect parents because in parenting because there's no perfect people. We all are even if you're in the most conscious, the best house, whatever raised, you are still going to have an issue or two, because that's just life here. However, I have seen over the years the parents that really do the inner work. Their children gravitate towards it and are a lot healthier. And, and it's like unbelievably amazing, you know, just very awake, very aware, conscious. Not that they don't have problems or do little nasty things, but they're very receptive to learning a new way and figuring out. They're not going to have that heavy imprinting uh, of deep wounding. They're, they're able to shake off stuff a lot more. So that's Aquarian. That's the time to get together and band together and go, hey, what works? Maybe it's starting a school or a charter school. Healthy, optimistic groups, but not looking for that savior. Because it's about taking the individual power back, the empowerment that you – even with a president, people put too much on a president or a prime minister or whatever they're going to take. And that's how – people get in that end up being totalitarian and changing things because ab- what is it power what does that saying absolute power corrupts what does so i would say the aquarian age is bringing an awareness do not forget your power your empowerment through your intuition through your individuality through your soul through your uniqueness of being your very own soul talents gifts whatever you know study your own life learning lessons and the wisdom that comes from that and the ability to and to really assess what's going on in the world. That's another big thing right now. Everybody, you've got to work with what you have. This is what we have, whether it's in your life individually or the world. You have to work with what you have and, and not go into magical thinking of, click you know, I'm going to click my heels twice together and change my circumstances. No, you have to work with what you have. So if you see our world in the way that the consciousness is, Do not be thinking that some magical unicorn being is going to come up from the ground, the earth, the sky, a sky god or goddess, or somebody hidden away in the political system that's all of a sudden going to appear and be everything you need and want and be the savior and change everything around to your liking. That's going to set you up for not only disappointment and failure but for disempowerment. So I feel that's going to be a big message the next 20, 22 years is that the disappointments that we have in, in giving away our power, our empowerment and common sense and wisdom in hoping something can be different because we just don't want to go through the details. We don't want to go through the steps. We don't want to do the work. And so we're hoping that the, the magical being is going to come from somewhere when it's really good about it coming within us, and that's when we start creating a better living system and structure. When we all realize that it is within us and and who we choose, we don't look for that external savior. You know, we may look for guides or teachers, but we don't forget that we also are our own guide and teacher. So. Anyway, I, I'll talk more about this. Um, I'll, I'll tune in a bit more and get because I know like there's changes like with finance. There's a lot that's going on and that comes up with this Pluto in Aquarius. But remember, Pl- Aquarius is also about the individual. We're, we're Capricorn. We have Pluto in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn. Pluto in Capricorn was very much about the um, corporations and organizations. Aquarius is more individuals focusing on the individuals that comprise the organizations and structures and corporations. However, it still does imply to some degree humanity and the structures of humanity. So there still is going to be something with corporations and organizations. It's just in governments. Um, Aquarius, to some degree, along with Sagittarius, is about governance, is about governing boards, right? And so also with that... North Node in Aries, South Node in Libra, that brings that whole idea of shift of power, of the other, of individual power and empowerment, and empower or power over or under of the of the uh, other, the other person or other group, other nation. So remember, it doesn't matter. Everything is comprised of individuals. So as Pluto is an Aquarius, what's going to bring a lot up about individuals, the individuals, that are in the corporations, the groups, what kind of individuals, and do those individuals have the values that are best for all concerned? Are they life-enhancing values? So people are gonna be looking at heads of businesses and companies and corporations going, hey, what are their values? That's a good question. What are their values? Not by what they say or write, but by you know the laws they passed or policies or their track record. That's what this that's the accountability that this Aquarian age is asking us to have is don't just go by sound bites and you know, kumbaya moments of, you know, hugging and handshaking and whatever. What's the track record? What's the what's the true record of that individual or individuals that comprise or make up that group, organization or company or nation? So that's where it's gonna get into more of our own accountability to really do the research on whatever it is that we're looking to make a decision on. All right, gang, Uh three four seven five three nine five one two two press one on the keypad. Hi, you're on air. Hi, good afternoon. Hi, what's your name? Hi, there. Uh, my name is Erica. Okay, Erica, did you have a question? Uh, yes just just I don't know I uh, was wondering if you see anything like
2: like exciting coming up for me um I'm a little bit of a mess right now <laughs> so I'm just trying let's, to see. Things let's look out. at
1: changes because you might have had a lot of excitement already <laughs> um, something coming up with your home are you looking to move
2: no not, not, not really. Nothing
1: going on in the home? You're making changes there? No. no. Uh, I'm definitely, like, getting rid of a lot of stuff. I, I want to. Well, that's changes. Okay. I'm cleaning for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's going to help you because right now I'm getting whether the home where you live, your home, your body, your mind, you need to clear out and really look and see what's working for me, what's not working, what's been holding me back. If you've been doing something a certain way for a long time, change it mm-hmm. up. And I feel those yep. changes in the home you get, is really going to help you. It's, it's like you really need to clear up right now. And also I feel get out more, whatever that means, just out and about, get out more, because what to shift your energy, you need new influences coming in. Okay, you, that's the change I feel that's going to help. It's not going to be just you doing something on your own. It's going to be either new people or a person or, I don't know, seeing somebody, seeing something different in your life. But, it, but the only way you're going to see it differently is by being out and about, by getting new influences in. So the changes in the home that you're making right now are perfect. That's going to get the energy moving. And that's, that's what I see for right now. All right. Take care, Erica. Okay. Hi, you're on
0: air. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Um, my name is My name is Keisha. I'm from um, Orlando. Hi, Keisha. What's your question? Um, I, I do have a question, but I just wanted to mention that a while ago you predicted some things for me that happened the end of 2022. And um mm-hmm. I just wanted to say like it it happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> it did happen. Oh
1: good. Okay. I hope it was good. <laughs> yeah,
0: you were telling me I would meet somebody online and uh yeah, we just we met online 2022. We had a baby um this January, so it it happened. So oh
1: wow, <laughs> it happened. Oh, glad to hear that. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank <laughs> All you. Right, Keisha, um, I love I that. Just...
1: you're so welcome. Mhm.
0: Yeah, Um, you predicted a lot of different things, but that was like a really big one for me Um, So I was your message before you came on was resonating so heavy to me I haven't listened to you in a while Obviously, I was like pregnant, had a baby, all that stuff So I haven't had the chance to like sit down and like listen to you And you talking about how sometimes, you know, you can miss some steps And, you know, sometimes fear gives you, tells you to do things And then you just do the, you do the wrong thing, basically, and, you know, you take the path differently than what was intended. So I just thought that was right. interesting because last year was supposed to be, I feel like it was supposed to be a big year for me, and it kind of shifted. And um, I'm still in, like, this predicament where finances are not where they should be, um, and I'm just kind of just trying to figure out where is it, like, this year, like, what what, what is it? Is it in is and not even improving is it going to be better from this year forward because at this point I'm just I'm over it.
1: Okay. So there is a little limitation or restriction and maybe even with your partner you may have to get on the same page or decide what is your goals. What do you want to focus on? Now you just had a baby. There was other things happening for you. Getting in this relationship, the baby, the birth, all of that. So it took mm-hmm. I feel like you're going to come into a time of reassessing. Not too far off, somewhere March, April, May of this year is the energy shifts for you where you'll be able to make a plan and now focus back on that. But the cycle you were in was not in this, you know, plan, goals, get ahead, money, all of that, but you're starting to move slow but sure back into that where you can start planning and put a plan of action together and start building, you know, up the savings and stuff and make some better financial decisions. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So a lot sounds- of it has to do with yeah. A lot of it has to do with the cycle that you were in, and then you know, kind of on an earth level, pregnancy, right. baby, birth. Eh, that's a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, a, a, a whole lot. <laughs> um, it's just funny yeah. you mentioned something about my partner because um, we're trying to start business a business together or like trying to incorporate incorporate him maybe into my business that we kind of haven't been on the same page the way you just said it so i know that's why i said it there's
1: a restriction yeah. there but honestly have him do his own thing and you do your own thing otherwise you're going to carry him and you're not going to like that down the road
0: okay that makes
1: sense. You know that already. You're more ambitious or yes. focused than he is. So yeah. let him find his own thing. You don't want to carry him.
0: Okay. Okay. You have one baby sense. already.
1: So, let him find that's – that's where the, there's a power struggle there. So just let him fi- do his thing, find his thing. He can, he can contribute to the goal, the idea of what you guys want to achieve, but I agree you both do it in different ways. So let him have his own thing and you have your own thing. Then you could, got it. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, That's, Alicia. That I saw that. That's why I said there's a restriction there. That's part of it. All right, sweetie, I gotta go. I think I have one more and then I'm gonna see if our guest uh hang on, our guest is we've got a great guest coming on
0: too. Thank you so much. I'll I'll be on.
1: Okay. Bye. Hi, you're on air.
0: Oh great. This is Suzanne. Um, I moved to Florida from Long Island. I didn't know it was the best decision, but my whole family like moved to different places. And I'm job hunting. I just um, applied for a bus monitor job. And do you see me living in Florida, or my son is thinking, he's a Marine, thinking I'm staying in North Carolina, and he says maybe in a year and two it's better for me to like live by him. What do you see with all this? I know it's a lot.
1: I see you need to make your decision on that because that's not a destiny issue. That's a Suzanne issue. Where does Suzanne feel the most fulfilled, vibrant, radiant you know happy. I don't know. Joyful.
0: I my my Yeah, I don't know. I've only been to North Carolina once. I'm not really liking to check it Florida, out. but I'm here. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I like New York better than Florida, but do you see me you don't know where you see me moving back no York. i well, do, see, do see a move
1: but i'm not going to tell because i've had so many people whether private clients or people you know would okay. get a whole session or online or call all me. right and no and the thing is is they have to feel the resonance i can if you if you visit multiple places and you're trying to choose it i can you know, psychically see in remote view and say this will happen, that's going on, and then you can choose. I can tell you what will happen in each one. But I definitely, first of all, I don't feel you moving right away, and I feel like you have to check out different places. This has to be a decision. Well, I, for I you. really want
0: to be near family. That's the only reason I moved here. I'm single. I'm, I'm looking to meet somebody, too. I don't want to, you know, financially just can't keep moving, moving either. But, you know. I would just move towards my son's. If he's only 22, he'll be 23 in a week. You know, if he ever got married, had kids, you know, I want to – he's my only kid and I'm not married.
1: Well, then go check it out. Go feel it out. Yeah, I've been to North
0: Carolina. I I like it there.
1: Okay. North Carolina.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, then there's your answer.
0: Do you see me getting a bus monitor job or a job soon?
1: Um. Yeah, I do. I see money increasing uh, or getting more stable. That's going to be the next focus. Um, And then I do see a move. So I don't know how long you're going to be there, but I I do see a move. Right now I see the focus on house, getting settled, money. Um, You may end up doing something else or adding to what you're doing if you do do that. Maybe that's part-time or something because I do see you doing something also in the home or online also. All right, Suzanne, keep us posted, okay? Okay. Keep us posted. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right, everyone, it's time for our Awakening Dialogue. We have with us Kimberly Meredith today, world-renowned medical intuitive and energy healer. Um, She's also the author of Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. Uh, We're going to be diving in. If you did not get a reading or your answer, I'm here next week. Um, otherwise, maybe I'll keep the lines open if something feels relevant to, um, if it's in line with our topic, what we're going to be talking about. We'll see. All right. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, can
2: you hear me? Hi, yeah, now can I can
1: hear me? you. Hi. Yes, how Okay,
2: are you? great. Hi. I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Wonderful. How's your world? What have you been doing?
2: Good. I just got back from the Los Angeles Conscious Expo and that was going great. Thank you for having me on your show. And uh yeah. So things are doing great.
1: And how was the expo? I was at town. Wonderful. I didn't go- yeah,
2: yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, a lot of lot of speakers there, a lot of healings going on, um, doing a lot of soul frequency readings nowadays, um, and so yeah, a lot of a lot of really great things happening. A lot of people learning more about shifting out of the third dimensional world and moving into the fifth dimension, which is where we really need to be right now. Mm. Mm. Let's talk and a little bit about are, that. Yeah, go ahead. Thanks.
1: Well no, you would say people are I'll remember my question go ahead, people are No, go ahead, yeah mm. well, I'm just saying, what are you seeing right now what do you what What did you notice from the expo because I get so think gets a lot of newbies at the expo like so it's you know wide you know cross-culture, cross culture cross
2: I don't really know. Uh, I I was mostly in my own, my own class, which I'm teaching about soul frequency and Mm -hmm. I'm developing my own gifts with my guides, which are going into numerology, numerous numbers and, and channeling the next 10 years, which is 2033, which we're in the divine infinite, infinite energy right now of the eight. And, um, so in my group. In my classes, we're doing, um, which is I read um, the afterlife and people in their own path. So I do past code numbers, and um, my guides give people their own numbers and their own um, um, uh, information off those numbers, and helping people understand how to delve into the next 10 years, which is my next book I'm writing right now. And um, the, book, the book, The Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, which can be bought everywhere in the world right now, especially on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, is a is a takeoff to the next book I'm writing and channeling for people. And um, soul frequency is a very important energy frequency, which is um, the guides are here to help people understand why all yeah. of a sudden the last six months there was a, a, a faucet that just got shut off. And the faucet that was shut off is about our economic and political system, and how we need to understand how to guide ourselves into 2026 even, Because the next few years, a lot is going to be thrown at you. Oh and yeah, so my guides, that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, my guides absolutely. Are
1: well, I mean, people, people say when are the big change? I mean, the nirvana kind of people they're waiting for is really not till 2050. We've got so much.
2: What does that mean? I don't understand, 2050.
1: Well, a lot of people think, you know, and I don't know if you heard the beginning, but this Aquarian Age, they're not seeing that we are the bridgers, we're the builders. And I, I get it about the soul frequency because I've been talking about this since, you know, early 90s uh, to help with people aligning more to their soul and get into that soul frequency, which is very, very, as you know, very, very um, Powerful. Right, it's a
2: whole new no, game. No, I mean, twenty fifty. I'm not understanding you mean about twenty fifty. I'm well, sorry, I, I Michelle. I didn't know what you thing. meant. Okay, yeah, my guys so, are okay, saying one thing only I next. Go, one,
1: one thing I want to go back to because you travel a lot. Let, let's. I want to know what are the people saying. What did what? Some of the questions people had. What is your assessment of what people are going through right now, and what supports people? on this part of
2: the awakening path. Let's, let's start there. Well, like I'm saying is that it's exciting right now because the next 10 years, I channel, we're having a huge shift, which is exciting. And I don't see uh, anything going past 2033. I'm only working with the next 10 years and within the next ten years, is an exciting um, opening for us. Yeah. So, I mean, I can only go that far for right now. Um, so, we're only working with the next ten years at the moment.
1: Okay, but let's uh, ask: What are people? Yeah. What are you seeing people needing or wanting or
2: questions? Yeah. So and for,
1: what? What? For, yeah. What kind of advice do you have?
2: Well, I for work day to day. Yeah, I work day to day with people. It's not just at an expo. I work day to day on Zoom no, calls, and classes. Yeah, so day to day, people that come. To I, but me I'm just saying because the expo
1: gets such a cross. So it could be the expo. I, I don't want to be want talking about that. And expo. you travel. Yeah, and you travel and you travel a lot. So I'm just yeah. trying to get. I'm just trying to get sure. what you're seeing, your take, and what do you suggest for people.
2: Okay. Well, the people that come to me are people that are looking to help open their abilities and to find out what's going on in their body health-wise. I'm a medical intuitive medium, and so suggesting for people um, is uh, learning how to live in this world that we're moving out of, which is the third-dimensional world, and moving into more of a higher vibrational world, which we're moving into, which is the next- I'd say, gosh, um, eight months before we hit 20, uh-huh. 25, which we're going to head for more of a deeper dive of more um, substantial hardship. So in the next few months, I would say um, you want to raise your vibrational consciousness into you know, many, many soft tools. So that could be You know, eating well, that goes into a very, very, you know, broad, 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 broad statement. So people can say, oh, I eat well, but there's many things you have to do as far as eating well. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, exercising, meditating, being around people that are positive and loving and kind and gentle and understanding, having discernment and um, understanding that, we want to be gentle and kind with each other and understanding you know when you say um you know these terms of like dimensional consciousness frequencies and frequencies been around a long time well yeah frequencies and dimensions have been around god knows our whole life we came in the world in dimensional frequency i'm a trans medium channel when you talk to kimberly you're not really talking to kimberly you're talking to an entity. So many dimensionals, um, beyond time and, 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 and frequency. I'm a walk-in. I'm a transmedium. So you're not talking to Kimberly. I'm sorry. You're talking to many, many, many energies speaking to you. So I'm, I'm somebody that comes here to say, I'm here to help you. I'm being humbled to help you awaken your superpowers, your super energies to make it through just sees next twenty thirty three, which is the infinity infinite eight symbol. The infinity infinite divine energy, which is the eight. We're here in the eight right now and we want to make it at least to the next um ten years. hmm
1: Well, ten years and be yeah. Beyond. <laughs> what are you finding <laughs> uh, you're right? <laughs>
2: yeah hopefully yeah Um, so uh, yeah
1: (laughs) I think we will living beyond
2: living beyond living beyond they're saying living beyond worry and fear is the first start Um, yeah so living beyond the worry and the fear and understanding there really is no fear if we're we're stepping out of the illusion Um, the illusion of fear which is uh, tapping back into the omnipresent which is Um, understanding that it all comes back down to love, and it all comes into living in that energy of calling in the love, calling in the gracious of gratitude, and understanding um, that I guess what they're really trying to say also is that we're going to learn more and more, which the good news is. um, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, those months are going to pick up. Um, where we can learn more about healing ourselves even more than we were if we want to. Um, We'll be able to learn more about healing ourselves. 2025, they're telling me, is going to be a time where it might be getting a little more heavier again Mm -hmm. and hard for all of us where we need to really help our brothers and sisters out more and really Open the door up to more love. Again, love, 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 love. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And really understanding to really move, move, move beyond that worry and fear again.
1: Let's talk about helping. Well, I want to talk about eating well, because Mm -hmm. that seems to be very important, the body, the embodying the new emerging consciousness and really connecting in through you know foods and nutrients and things like that there seems to be a, a big focus on the body and then i have another question but let's start with that one
2: yeah so when you're talking about eating well it's really important to understand that the food we put in our in our body has to also be something where we are we are emotionally able to take it in because we're not upset And we're not, and our chakras are in alignment with our food. And we're also um, understanding that the food is not sitting under, like, all these lights that are in the grocery stores that are not good for us. And also, the world will shift after 10 years where maybe the lights won't be LED. And a lot of the food that people go in the grocery stores and say, well, I'm eating well. Well, the food is not well in itself because it's contaminated. And a lot of the food in the grocery stores have chemicals in them. They've been sitting there for days on end, and they're, they've are they got mold, and they're wilted away. And there's some stores I won't name on air right now that are <laughs> okay. not organic, are organic. And so that's when I say people are say I'm eating good, but then it comes to Kimberly, and when I do a reading, I find out the food is not as good. Basically, you want to start off with a really good water. You want to make sure your water is like a spring water and it doesn't have any fluoride in it. And it's got like some good um, magnesium, potassium in it. You don't want to drink well water. You don't want to drink tap water. 85% of our country is still drinking tap water. And you want to make sure that you've got a good filter on your water if you don't have money. And you want to make sure you're taking a shower with a filter on the the uh, faucet because most people I deal with, I really help people that are don't have a lot of funds. I really try to work mm-hmm. with people that are really down and out. I try to save as many lives as I can out there, and um, many people are suffering from cancer, um, blood diseases, um, infectious diseases because. They're low immune systems, and they're still using showers with no filters, and the and the the water will go in your lungs and keep your immune. I don't care how good you eat, I don't care how great the vitamins are. If you're still taking a shower without a filter, you're going to be having some immune system problems. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, right. Our skin is our our biggest organ, so it goes right in those pores. Um, Kimberly, on that note, because you know you're talking about the we're talking about the body, <laughs> and the, right? Right? It's like yeah. Drinking, yeah. It up, <laughs> drinking it up, drinking it up. With Saturn in Pisces, um, which Pisces being the immune system, Saturn be, you know has a lot to do with can be limitation, but it can also bring awareness and learning lessons. When you're ta- when you are sharing this, it's reminding me of that. Is you know, Saturn being in Pisces for the next year, year and a half, um, year and a half. What are we to learn about our body and especially our immune system? Because Saturn has to do a lot with,
2: you know, creating the yeah. structure and, and the learning lessons right around that. When you ask the guides that question, they keep showing me the number nine. And nine to them in the soul frequency. Our soul frequency guides have different numbers for us than most astrological numbers. Um, We have our own um, glossary of the numbers and divine um, energies. And they say it's nine, nine, over and over again, meaning it's coming up with social community and spiritual divine um, energies coming together. It's saying that it's bringing people together It's a calling. Mm -hmm. It's a mission. It's a mission. It's saying it's more and more uh, gatherings of communities and people joining together and moving the planet forward. I hope what you're taking on that. Yes, it will make the immune Mm -hmm. system stronger. So,
0: for instance,
2: okay, okay. So, for instance, you have the the most divine diet, the most divine health. Regimen. Like you're getting up in the morning, you're drinking green juice, you're taking your, your um, good probiotics, the greatest multiple vitamin, and you're having like the best three meals a day. But you're not getting out and you're doing your 30-minute exercise and you're not having your social gatherings with your spiritual community mm. because mm-hmm. last, laughter and laughter and being together with others is going to boost your immune system. Mm.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So brings in the group part of us.
2: Yes. They're saying nine, which is also the family is family. Nine is spiritual family and family and community is really important. A lot of people stay inward and get inward when things are going to go bad and things are going to get yeah. a little hairy in 2025 and people are going to revert, introvert inside and they're saying that's not the time. I'm getting chills. They're saying 2025 is the time to be more spiritually in communion with people and reach out to people. Don't be afraid to reach out to others.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's a good. So it's almost like what will enhance us is
2: us connecting with other people. Is that reaching out? Yeah. That's what I'm hearing you say. And also a lot of impacts and healers and a lot of people that, um, are in the spiritual community have inner childhood wounds. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've had a lot of inner childhood wounds. I was raised with a lot of trauma and a lot of abuse. And so when you've had inner childhood wounds, you're often afraid to reach out and ask for help. Mm-hmm. And so when you're, when you're, when you've had that, and I do a lot of inner childhood wound healing with clients. And in the Awakening to the Dimension, I, my first two chapters are about the abuse. And the near death experience I find a lot I have mentorship programs I find a lot of people are afraid to ask for help they're afraid to uh, they're afraid they're gonna get wounded when they hear the no you know I I I don't want I don't want you in our group we don't want you here but the thing Mm -hmm. is a lot of people do want you a lot of people want you Mm -hmm. you know everyone is special everyone is special everybody has something to give back to this world you wouldn't have come into this world you wouldn't be here right now if you weren't chosen to be here
1: yes you know when you're saying that i'm saying that 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 is the the mid and upper uh octave or level of the aquarian age of that the independence and resilience but to be yes. able to to be healthy dependency that interdependency i think that's going to be a big learning lesson for all of us in in various ways of that reaching out instead of, like you say, withdrawing and going within and just over-relying on that part. You know, there is that, it, it, and it sounds like also
2: by what you're saying that, that, um, really
1: that, earth yeah, connect, a lot of people,
2: right, a lot of people are, in their minds, they'll say, well, this didn't happen for me, or I regret this in my life, or, I didn't have this happen or that happen. But a lot of people I find in my mentorship programs, did they reach out? Did they give it one last try? And they'll say, no, I didn't because I thought they wouldn't want me. But you have to make that Mm -hmm. list out, make it a priority and, you know, reach out. You know, um, people do love you. The world is for you. Even though it looks grim and things are having a tough time, we are going to be okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: We're creating it. I mean, we're the co-creators. Absolutely. So, right? I love that. And that. that seed of um that reaching out. I
2: think that's going to Kimberly, that's going to be so yeah. powerful. Yeah, that's not any, we, that's them coming through and answering that for you. Um, you know, Michelle, that's why I always love being with you and and reaching to you because I know you are accepting of people you're accepting of the community and it's important to understand that the guides uh, that come through me from the higher dimensions are saying to people this is our life you know this is you this is your time yeah. and so this is the important well, Kimberly,
1: part of the reason I'm accepting I've been channeling since I was four I am also walk-in in a starseed I, I found that out at age eight and then in my mid-20s I worked with a mentor and teacher that a lot of what information that I got about myself and my my path and purpose here, why I came back, came here. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's just a safe place. Yes, and I do trans family. <laughs> yeah, the spiritual hierarchy. I have yes. Um, so that's why. Yeah, I, I don't think it's kooky because I <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the same. Um, Yeah, so it's – and we're all kind of coming together more now. Um, I'm starting to see that – I mean, when I first – I don't know if you had this experience coming up. It was kind of few and far between, you know. We're still more independent, and I feel like now there's this call for more of us to come together and and share the knowledge that we're getting or receiving, the information that we're getting, because we each have different pieces of it. Um, or different pieces and parts that resonate with certain groups. It's kind of moving into this actualization, I believe, where
2: we're starting to activate or help others activate. So yeah, yeah
0: you
2: i you Yeah, to answer your question about the expo going back, there was some star panels, but um, I feel like some people still in the mainstream media are not familiar enough with it. And to bring back to what you just said, I think it's important to have more um, um, collective groups of, of starseeds and walk-ins more familiar with mainstream media too because people, more people have had these awakenings, um, are are having types of these types of experiences and are afraid to talk about it. And I think the more they do, they'll feel more comfortable.
1: Yeah. I think you're right. I think it's the talking about it. Um, I know for me, when I found that, first of all, at eight, between, when I had these visions I was giving this message, I had really nowhere to go. What, some of it I went to the mm-hmm. library, looked up like astral projection, but it wasn't until my yeah. 20s, <laughs> right? But I was glad that I had the messages in a way. It's like I didn't read it in a book. I I had the messages. I had the information, and the experience first and then you know when the guy told me oh you're walking oh i said oh yeah i got that message in a star seed you know at this age and that they told me this and this so confirmed it um and kind of led me you know in the direction let me ask you or sam do you feel we're going to have um and i'm talking to you through them just more of these portals or, like, I call them little stations where people are going to be getting more information, I mean, and good information of really what's going on um, to help guide and perhaps to help people become more
2: comfortable with their gifts as well. Um, I do. I feel like um, more, I mean, more and more people awaken to their intuitive abilities.
1: Well, that, yes, I see, yes, but we're talking with, like, the walk-in and Starseed or light beings or people that are encoded with certain information that is being, you know, opened up or decoded, their their time. Do you see this gathering? Because that's one of the things I was told. We're moving into this phase of the great
2: gathering, where we start gathering. Um, I I do. You know, when I do myself numbers on people because everybody has a path of numbers connected to them, I often Mm -hmm. get certain numbers that are activated numbers and path numbers. So certain people are more open to it and certain people are more shut off. And Mm. I do get that certain people are activated to have that type of an awakening. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you're definitely right. And that does come in, yes.
1: Yeah, that's kind of
2: free will. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's right. true too. That's true too. That's yes, that's a good point. Yeah. So that yeah, some people will awaken more or accept that it's one of my teachers used to say. Well, it lives differently than you think it. You know, because once you get here, you may have had certain plans or ideas, but some people yeah. It, you
2: know, yeah, it's very uh, it's 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 a it's 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 really nice. I mean, I have ten-year-old kids that are completely activated, and I have you know eighty-year-old men, and then I have some people that I just want to be shut off. So um, mm-hmm. it just all depends. But I do feel mm-hmm. since I've you know I've had many experiences my whole life. Like mine was my first one was at eight years old. Um, I feel that. It's, it's depending on the person
1: yeah well and that's what i've seen in my my travels and then of course doing this podcast usually people i mean we have a friend of the show a lot of people know about jude curavan and with uh, she's got eight yeah. books out on hay house yeah. you know jude yeah, yeah
2: i agree um, yeah,
1: um but we talk because she started channeling as I did at four, but she, I, where I was getting world events, and things, she went in, she got a lot of math and the physics of things. And, of course, she kind of went in that direction. Um, but it seems there's always something earlier, like four, uh, between eight and 11. Eight seems to be a critical kind of number. That, um, oh, when you were speaking of eight also a minute ago, right? That eight vibration, even in the age, Seems to be very critical, and a lot of people that I've talked to have had something, if not at four, four, some do, some don't, but especially age eight, there seems to be some kind of turning point, vision, message, revealing of what they're, you know, what their mission is or what they're going to do between eight and eleven. So I don't know if you have any thought of that, but it kind of always tickles me that it's
2: like, oh, age eight, and now you're seeing it, age eight. Well, when I was born, I had paranormal abilities. When as early as like six months, a year, two years old, I was already getting messages and I was doing um, things with my hands as healing. Um, healing um, abilities were happening with me. I was, a, medi- a mediumship stuff was happening, but healing abilities were happening with my hands. And my eyes were blinking, fast, rapid movements. My grandfather was uh, working with filming, and he has it all on film. And I was, you know, sort of exhibiting these abilities at a very, very young age. And then as I moved into um, later on in my life, my mother um, had moved me into the Hollywood area. And I was around um, somebody that had um, done something sort of not great to me when I was little. And mm-hmm. so around eight years old, I had a traumatized event and I left my body at eight years old. It was a near-death experience at eight. And after the eight years old um, event that happened to me, I had, um, out of, and it was a clear out-of-body experience. Um, after that event, I was a full-blown walk-in. Mm. So I had that at four, the near-death. That was another thing that a lot of people have yeah Either but around then four or or five I just, or eight yeah yeah, but I never wrote about that. That's not in my book. After that, I just went on with my life as you know Kimberly, but not fully in not fully in and not fully i Kimberly. i no, never, and then I always just was in service though, and I always mm-hmm. was um always was completely dedicated to the Virgin Mary. And I always did, you know, great, great work. Yeah, always great, great work, you know, in service. And and then in 2012, I had two full, full blown uh, near death experiences again. And then I became a full blown trans channeler. Now,
1: mm. so Kimberly, what were you doing? Well, no, the there, even we have the uh, honestly, even the Virgin Mary thing. I have a, my story on that too, and my my family had an experience oh. with it. Um, where she, yeah, so so i just wonder it's just so interesting a lot of the, which i guess would be resonance a lot of the similar i almost feel like it's to recognize each other and similar experiences um so we have this oh my god my heart chakra right now is just like and my crown is just on such a connection right now oh my gosh, gosh. oh beautiful uh, and all of you listening, too, and all of you in the chat and all of you
2: listening, uh, right, to the sharing. And,
1: oh, Kimberly, I can feel your I'd heart like to too. say
2: um, a oh. prayer for you that comes to me from <gasps> the time when I was eight. Because I was very, um, it was a bad experience mm. at eight, but I mm-hmm. did survive. I was not supposed to survive. Um, mm-hmm. It was. It was pretty bad. So grant me, O Lord, a steady hand and watchful eye, that no one shall ever hurt us. As we pass by the gravest life, we pray that no act shall ever hurt us. May take away or mar the gift of thine, shall those, dear Lord, who bear our company from the evils of fire, all calamity, teach us to bear the God. May protect us, love us, the beauty of the world, that thus may the joy of courtesy go on the way. St. Christopher, holy patron of travelers, protect us and lead us safely to our destiny. Amen. Mm. Amen.
1: Amen. Wow. Beautiful. Us as travelers. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. The soul traveling. Yeah. Wow. That is so beautiful.
2: This is a woman. A woman brought me this from Canada. She came in to visit me to my office in Los Angeles. And she comes to my mother. I do a, a online uh, bilingual Mother Mary uh, prayer group on um, Saturdays. We do it in Spanish mm. and English. And we did a healing on her. And um, we do lots of prayer and healings in our group. We've been doing it for like seven years. And she came in to see me from Canada and she brought me this beautiful little prayer prayer book and she's just so beautiful and sweet. And we did a healing I did a healing on her lymph node on the side of her neck and it and it came off of her.
0: Mm,
1: beautiful. Well the prayer, I mean, also your energy coming through it obviously as well, but the prayer is yeah. just quite amazing.
2: Yeah, so I want to send prayers out to everybody listening today too. If anybody is not feeling well Or you're having a hard time emotionally you know financially or you know I'm just grateful to be here with you Michelle and I just want to send prayers Mm -hmm. to everybody
1: you as well Kimberly well you know in, in Sadie the producer had put soul connections and I just feel like that's what's happening right now and I feel like I can feel the energy radiating out Coming back, but to everyone listening, everyone listening, everyone in the chat, every, I can feel this amazing energy coming out. Unbelievable. I mean, it is believable, but, yeah, very beautiful. Very powerful. Kimberly, are you ready for your next thing? Are you ready for this next big thing they're going to do I can feel in you? You're doing a biggie, girly. What are you doing? You're jumping off something. I can feel it. Jumping Um, off, jumping
2: in. I have some events coming up, and I'm working on my next, um, Mm -hmm. you know, slowly. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm doing um, some live events in Los Angeles. Um, Doing Barnes & Noble this weekend. And I'm um, working on my next book. Yeah. And I am um, just, you know, I'm really just excited to be here for people doing my one-on-one sessions and my events that I have on my website. I'm really just really humble in the energy of the omnipresent. And mm-hmm. I'm, happy, I'm happy to be here for people. And I want to help people get through the next few years.
0: Yeah,
1: there really yeah. is that kind of urge, right? Urge or nudge for the next few years, like really helping, guiding.
2: Yeah. You know.
1: Yes, there yeah. is for me.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now I feel it too, and I'm, I can feel it in you. I can feel it. Um,
2: I think you're the first person I felt that in in a in a
1: in a while, actually.
2: Yeah, I'm really a people. I'm really a people person. I'm really here for the people. I'm really mm-hmm. about the people, and I really want to help the people. It's really a genuine part of my heart, and mm-hmm. I really want them to know that. I really want them to know that I'm here for them. So I just want mm-hmm. them to know that from the bottom of my heart. Mm. Beautiful.
1: Now, you mentioned groups, and Barnes and & Noble. I'm sure it's on your website, but just for people listening uh, well, when can they find out about that? But what are you doing in Barnes & Noble? And then you talked about this prayer group. Where, when is that? And Thank How do you. people connect to that?
2: Yeah, it's a nonprofit organized prayer group that we, we me and my friend Fatima, and we do special guest speakers if you ever want to come on. We love you. Oh, and oh, it's once, <laughs> it's once a month on my Zoom page, on my events page, on thehealingtrilogy.com, it's if you don't have funds, it's fine. If you do, just donate a couple dollars or a dollar, whatever you want. And it goes back to our ministry. And um, it's really beautiful. And we do the rosary prayer. It's non-denominational. We have a guest speaker come on. And this next one we're doing is March 2nd. And the lady coming on, she has been a world-renowned author, many books out. She channels Princess Diana. As we know, Princess Diana gave all of her heart, and so this is going to be a beautiful, beautiful one. And the following one is we're doing it on the Virgin Mary, and um, the, woman, the woman will be doing some teachings on Mary. And every time we do um, a, a channel lesson, it's always a channel lesson on a topic, and then we do the rosary to start, and it's in Spanish and English. So it's really beautiful. It's two hours. And then this Saturday, I'll be at the Barnes & Noble with a really great author. It's a dual, um, a dual event with Jamie Bronstein, who wrote a book called Manifesting. That'll be really fun. And I'm also going to be at a couple other events. Yeah, if you just go to my website, you can see my event calendar. I'm at um, an event in Santa Monica called Unplug, and I'm doing a live event there also in Santa Monica.
1: Okay, now the prayer, the one that you do monthly, that's online, right?
2: Yes, that is online right now. Yes, we used to do it live, but it's been online since COVID.
1: Okay, okay. And then the other Santa Monica, so we have, I mean, obviously we have listeners all over the world, but we do have, um,
2: because I see people calling. We do
1: have, huh? At the Grove? Okay. At the uh,
2: the Grove, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be really, 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 really fun.
1: Okay. Yeah, because we do have a, quite a few listeners that are um, not just SoCal local, but you. you know, all over, or, you know, the whole area, Santa Monica, even.
2: Thank you. And I will yeah. be doing live. I'll be doing live readings there at the Grove. They're going to have me do live readings, and um, that'll be really, really cool.
1: Mm, Yeah. Kim, just putting in the chat. Yeah, we we went over a little bit, gang.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's okay. We're still on air. Some people, they can hear if they're called in by phone. I guess just before we close, give the uh, website again, and um, it's okay. also in the description box for those of you that are listening.
2: Yeah. But if you want Thank to go check so things out now, you can. Thank you so much for having me. I am doing a discount sessions on Tuesdays now. I do 30-minute sessions mm-hmm. for people that are in a rush or at work They're doing things, and I have been doing discounts on Tuesdays. You can reach me at the healing, thehealingtrilogy.com. Just like you want to be healed, it's called Healing, thehealingtrilogy.com. I'm more than happy to help you tapping into your fifth-dimensional awakening of your higher consciousness and health and wellness. Um, and that's where I am.
1: Beautiful. Oh, Kimberly, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for being <laughs> here and sharing. And I'm glad we got to connect a little more
2: soul to soul. That was nice. That was nice. Um, I am, too. I'd nice to love to anything. have you on our Mother Mary sometime. That would be really beautiful. <laughs>
1: definitely love to. Yeah, definitely love to and talk further and definitely um. Do that with you; it would be my honor. It really would be an honor, and just thank you so much for your heart-connecting energy uh, that you brought. So appreciate you and all that you're doing in the world.
2: Thank you. I appreciate being on your show um, so much. Thank you so much for having me here today, and I wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. Sending much love to everybody. Thank you, Michelle, wow. so much.
1: Happy Valentine's Day. Much love to you. Talk later. Much love Bye. To you. Bye. Hey, so Lights, okay, it's, um, that was Kimberly Meredith, uh, off, author of Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. Um, you can find out more information about her if you just happen to be joining um, in the description box. Um, oh, you just called in Hada, you'll catch the rest of the show in the archives. Yeah, if you're just getting here late, um, you can catch the replays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, what else, Google Play what else is there iheart all the podcast platforms um thank you for the show and thanks to kimberly thank you hada in the chat thank you all for being here and co-creating this amazing space and place of connection honoring self discovery and full connection as always continue to shine your light share your insights and of course keep awake and i'll see you next week